It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights fall to the Vancouver Canucks 5-1. Vegas 39-29-4 stalled at 82 points on the year. To help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, obviously this is one that the Golden Knights would like to forget. I guess that's kind of the big question, right? Like, how much do you go over a game like this and how much do you just try to flush it from your mind and go out there and, and, you know, have your best game or best game possible on Saturday against Arizona? You know, I'm not sure, Ryan. I think that part of the answer to that question has to do with the reality of the Knights and Canucks meeting three times in uh, whatever it is, 11 days. Um, you know, you got to turn your attention to Arizona for Saturday's game. So I, I think that uh, you, you might not spend too much time on today. I'm not saying you throw it away entirely, but uh, if, if it were me, and it's certainly not up to me, but it, if it were me, I, I would say you kind of, you know, take this and you, you then focus on how to beat the Coyotes. But um, then when you, uh, you see what happens on Saturday, you regroup and you might have to pull something from today's game when you go to Vancouver on Tuesday. Uh, I, I'm not sure I could uh, explain all of the differences that uh, the Canucks made for today's game as compared to Sunday's game. Uh, but uh, clearly something was different from their point of view, and it led to a win. So that would have to be addressed going into Tuesday's game, I would imagine. But, uh, again, it's, it's not an actual playoff series, in which case you'd have to go through it more, uh, more in more detail. You know, I, I am struck by something Gary said there at the end where he's talking about, you know, you look at these win streaks, right, and sometimes the details aren't as dialed in, but you continue to win games, and it's kind of the opposite. When you're on a losing streak, maybe the details are there. You're just not getting the bounces. And, you know, when you look at this game and you look at, obviously, the last game in Vancouver, you get a 3-2 win, but there are certainly things the Golden Knights could have buttoned up and done better. Um, you know, how do you kind of reassess, refocus, and use this game as a launching off point for the next two or three? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's an excellent question. It's an excellent question because I think back to Saturday, last Saturday that is, when the Knights were down 3 nothing against the Blackhawks and uh, they had the big comeback win. I wonder if they can do uh, something here, not within the game, but from game to game. Well, thank you that thank you for that, Dan. We're going to head down to Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media. Did the way the the game started, and uh, yeah, it's disappointing. But um, you know, we've played some pretty good hockey lately, and we've got to rebound here quickly. We knew we weren't going to win every game the rest of the way in, so uh, we dropped an opportunity tonight. We got to get back and make sure we get this back on track on Saturday. Go back, Jesse. It it seemed like exiting the zone with possession was a real struggle tonight was it do you think that was something they did to you guys or was it just something you guys were were struggling with well i don't think we did yeah for sure that was an issue but so so was 10 other things we didn't exit we didn't enter we didn't you know we, we didn't do anything well tonight what did david hey david uh, david shane las vegas review journal you, you mentioned you just didn't like the first period but yeah the two quick goals, how did that maybe impact? Did you feel like that maybe took some air out of you guys even more? Well, it did, but it was just a matter of time the way we were playing. I mean, we, did, we didn't, you know, we, we, uh, we, we just weren't very good. You know, we would have needed, you know. Yeah. 
in this league, most nights you get what you deserve. And uh, I think we've been on the right end of uh, execution and effort a lot of nights lately, and we've gotten rewarded for that. And we were on the wrong end of both those things tonight. Uh, just in terms of like the net front coverage, did you feel like that was especially an issue? Did you feel like Vancouver was <laughs> doing anything just to maybe get more you know, open in front? Yeah, you know, well, I mean, they, they were really good. We, we were awful. I can't put this any other way. We were awful net front. We were awful on breakouts. We were awful <laughs> everywhere. You know, I, I you know, I, I can't, uh, I can't tell you it was one thing. We, we were no good. So we're gonna, we're gonna flush it and move on and get ready for Saturday. Thanks for your time. Okay, thank you. That was head coach Pete DeBoer as he addressed the media after tonight's game. And you, you, you could see and you could sense, obviously, where Pete DeBoer is with the, the, the performance from his team uh, here tonight against the Vancouver Canucks. He mentioned awful everywhere, awful net front, awful at breaking pucks out of their own zone, said that the team didn't exit, didn't enter, uh, did not do anything well tonight and you know those are pointed words obviously but when you look at what was at stake here tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights what they could have accomplished in their quest to put some pressure on the teams in front of them in in both the wild card race and uh, third spot in the Pacific Division I, I you know I, I think that this is one of those things where you know frankly you you need this right you, you need that that very pointed uh, commentary from your head coach now for the Vegas Golden Knights, and, and I think that point there at the end from Pete that uh, you got to flush it and, and look ahead to Saturday. I, I am curious to see how much you just look at this as a one-off, as an anomaly. How much do you just allow this to stand as its own game? You you, you try to flush it from your mind, and you come in and go for for as, as strong and solid a game as you can possibly play against the Arizona Coyotes. We know Arizona is not going to have the same level of desperation as the Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver, their playoff hopes were absolutely hinging on the outcome of this game. They lose this game tonight, they're not going to the playoffs. And they recognize that, they know that, they understand that. They came through with an incredible effort. They were better than the Golden Knights in every facet of the game. Now, for the Vegas Golden Knights, you, you, you don't have a situation where your backs are up against the wall that way, where one loss is really going to spell the end of your season or at least the end of your hopes to make the playoffs. But we're getting to that point for Vegas now. With every day that goes by and teams above the Vegas Golden Knights winning hockey games and not capitalizing on a game like today, on an opportunity for the Vegas Golden Knights to pull to within two points of the Los Angeles Kings for third spot in the Pacific Division with 10 games left, two points is a lot easier to make up than four. It just is. It's just a fact of, of math and how things work in today's NHL and loser points and all those things. All those things. So for me, like I look at this one, it's a tough one, right, for the Vegas Golden Knights, but you got to flush it. you got to find a way to be better next game. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Postgame Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. 
AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Vancouver Canucks 5-1. The final score in this game, Vegas 39-29 and 482 points on the year. And do not make up any ground in their race for either a wild card spot or third spot in the Pacific Division. Still four points back of the LA Kings with 10 games left for both clubs and a point out of the wild card spot, both Dallas and Nashville ahead of the Vegas Golden Knights. The postgame injury report. Ah, let's head downstairs and hear from Jack Eichel as he addresses the media after today. Well, tonight, um, after five straight wins, where do you think that came from? Yeah, we weren't good tonight. All three zones all night. Um, you know, we were a desperate team, and we weren't desperate tonight. Go back to Jesse. Jesse Green with the Athletic Jack. I guess if I was looking for something particular, it seemed like coming out of the zone was really difficult. Their forecheck was was effective tonight. Did you did you notice anything that they were doing? Was it anything you guys weren't doing? Yeah, no. I mean, I thought they forechecked well. You know, they obviously put a lot of pressure on us. I don't think our breakouts were clean. Um, you know, just as a five man unit, I felt like we were, you know, kind of chasing it a little bit. And yeah, usually when when we're playing really well, we're breaking the puck out clean, coming to neutral zone clean and. You know, that turns into our ozone and, um, you know, everything starts in your own zone. And, um, you know, just as a, as a five-man unit, you know, we, we weren't we weren't good enough breaking it out tonight. And, um, you know, they, they have some skilled players. You can't give them second and third opportunities in our own zone. And, um, you know, I'm sure that was one of the one of the stories of the game. What a Dave than Ken. Dave Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Uh, Jack, Pete mentioned just the first period, um, how he didn't, he didn't like it. What did you think of it? And, you know, from the outside, the situation that you guys are in, like you would think maybe that would be a, a desperation start from you guys. Yeah. Maybe why wasn't that, you know, apparent for you? You know, it'd be tough to just pinpoint why it wasn't, right? I mean, you know, we we understand the situation we're in. We need to be desperate. You know, we, uh, you know, we didn't have a good enough first 20, and, you know, they were more desperate and competed harder, and, you know, that was just the difference, and the first 20 carried into the next 40. And, you know, we weren't good enough by any means. Um, you know, with that being said, uh, season's not over. Like, we still have, you know, we still have hockey to be played here. You know, we we knew every game mattered, but, um, you know, the realistic that we were going to run the table the rest of the season, yeah, no, like, was it realistic? You know, in our minds, yeah, every night you should expect to win. But, you know, we knew that uh, there might be a game or two that, you know, we didn't have the best. Uh, we just need to get back to it. You know, we just won five in a row. We didn't play well tonight. We understand that. We got another opportunity Saturday. And then they go back to Vancouver. And, you know, we're going through Western Canada, which is, you know, all those teams are playing well right now. But, you know, if we find our game, I like us against anybody. So, you know, it just wasn't good enough tonight as a group. But, you know, turn around, get a win Saturday, and just move on from there. Go to Ken. Ken Bolkeeson, Mendot Vegas for Braden. Uh, Pete said you probably just need to flush this game. Like, how easy is it to do that? Uh, yeah, pretty easy. It wasn't our game. Um, you know, Jack, you know, said it perfectly. It's it's a game that we lost. We didn't have our best. And, you know, we're in playoff mode. You, you lose a game in the playoffs, you can't dwell on that. You, you know, flush it. And, you know, we got a big game against Arizona. Go back to David. 
Dave Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Uh, Jack, this is like your first playoff chase, and obviously, you know, points wise, goals wise, they're coming for you. Are you enjoying this? How much are you kind of reveling in, in these types of games and, you know, down the stretch here? Yeah, I mean, it's enjoyable, you know, being able to, uh, you know, compete again, I guess, more than anything, you know, just playing hockey. You know, it hasn't, uh, hasn't been something that I've done a whole lot in the last two years. So, you know, it's just been enjoyable to be out there every night and preparing every day for the next game. You know, it's just you're in the rhythm of the season and, uh, you know, I enjoy that a lot. So, you know, it's been fun and, you know, the games that mean things, um, you know, there's just that extra layer of, you know, intensity and desperation. And, you know, we didn't have that tonight. Uh, you know, we didn't have our best tonight by any means. And, you know, it showed. We just, you know, we just got smoked. But, you know, turn around and, you know, need a good effort here. And, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been enjoyable trying to, you know, help our team and uh, just being back playing hockey. Jack, Braden, appreciate the time. Okay. That was Jack Eichel and Braden McNabb as they addressed the media after tonight's game. And, you know, for, for Jack, I, I think kind of he summed it up best, right? It, the Golden Knights weren't good tonight, but the season isn't over. They've got 10 more opportunities to bank as many points as they possibly can. I Realistic for the Golden Knights to win out? Probably not. And I think we all understand that. We all recognize that. But when you're on a five-game win streak, you just want to run that thing as long as you possibly can. Now, for the Golden Knights, I think that you look at it from a couple of different angles, right? Uh, Braid McNabb mentioning that when you're in playoff mode, when you're thinking about the playoffs, when you're in the playoffs, and we've seen it over the course of the last four years for the Vegas Golden Knights, you lose a game. You've got to move on. You've got to turn the page. You've got to find a way to get back to the game that made you successful in the first place. And for the Golden Knights, I think that's going to be the challenge and and really the key as they take on Arizona on Saturday. You're going to have to find your game. Plain and simple. You, You cannot have a repeat performance against Arizona like the one you had tonight against the Vancouver Canucks because if that is the case, it's not going to be a different result. And so for the Golden Knights, that's going to be the key. That's how you manage this. And that's how you you deal with adversity in the regular season during a, a playoff chase. Like, this is a new experience for this group together because here in Vegas, playoff berths have been locked up for a long period of time. You've known where you're going, when you're going, as many, and, and it's been easy. But right now the Golden Knights are in a fight, and it'll be interesting to see how they come out of it over the next couple of games. Post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. It's always worth mentioning because when we talk about the Golden Knights this season, we cannot divorce this season from the injuries the Golden Knights have, have incurred during the year. Still no Mark Stone, still no Max Pacioretty, still no Riley Smith, no Brett Howden, no Nolan Patrick, no Will Carrier, no Loren Brossois. Like, we can go on and on and on and on. No Nick Haig, uh, and I almost forgot one player. Like, it, it, it's astounding. It really is as we continue to go through this, this stretch. Like, to put it into context, right, uh, Max Pacioretty's played 29 games this year for the Vegas Golden Knights. Mark Stone's played 28 games this year for the Vegas Golden Knights. Jonas Ronbjerg played in his 29th game today. So Jonas Ronbjerg has as many games this year as Max Pacioretty and one more game this year than Mark Stone. When Ronbjerg plays on Saturday, he will have played more games than Pacioretty and Stone. I don't think anyone had that on their bingo card, but that gives you an idea of just how injured the Golden Knights have been all season long. 
We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Vancouver Canucks 5-1, the final. Vegas 39-29 and 482 points on the year. Trailed the LA Kings by four points with 10 games remaining and just outside the wild card cutoff behind the Dallas Stars and the Nashville Predators. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go back to the first period. It wasn't a good period for the Golden Knights. It really wasn't. The Vancouver Canucks were all over Vegas early, but the Golden Knights did get the first goal of the game as Jack Eichel would put home his 10th of the year. Here's McNabb. Stevenson centers, and the loose puck was put on. Rebound shot blocked. Now Eichel scores! The third rebound goes for Eichel, and the Knights take a 1-0 lead. Jack Eichel from Chandler Stevenson and Braden McNabb at 12.02 of the first period made it 1-0 Vegas. The Golden Knights were in a position, though, where they were fortunate to be up a goal. Unfortunately, they would take a penalty, and the Canucks would find the equalizer as Bo Horvat would score a power play goal. McNabb couldn't find it. Goes out high. Ekman Larson shoots save. Rebound score. Leonard was down in position for the initial drive, but the rebound was available, and Leonard had no chance at that. It's Bo Horvat with the goal. Bo Horvat's 28th of the year from Oliver Ekman Larson and Elias Pettersson at 16:38 of the first period made it one to one. It was a power play goal for Vancouver. Then just 17 seconds later off a terrible turnover Brad Richardson would gave the Canucks the lead. So it's a 1-1 tie. Canucks looking for more and they get one. Pressure around the goal and Vancouver takes a 2-1 lead. Brad Richardson, his third of the year from Jason Dickinson and Connor Garland at 16.55 in the first period, made it 2-1 Vancouver. We'd head to the second period, the Golden Knights trailing by a goal, and the Canucks picked up where they left off as Tanner Pearson would extend the lead to 3-1. Pearson guides it to the neutral zone. Here's JT Miller, rink wide right. Pedersen sends it in front. Score! Pearson finishes it off. Tanner Pearson, his 14th of the year, off of a beautiful pass from Elias Pettersson, and JT Miller gets the secondary assist. 11:40 of the second period, 3-1 Vancouver. Then Robin Leonard doing his part to try to keep the Golden Knights in it would make our AAA insurance save of the game on Bo Horvat. Vancouver comes out with the puck, two on one. Up the right side they go. In the middle, it's Horvat, stopped by Leonard, and he covers it up. That save of the game is brought to you by AAA Insurance. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. So the Golden Knights in a 3-1 hole would end up giving up the next goal as it's as the Golden Knights were running around, Elias Pettersson would score to make it 4-1. Breaks and skates top of the left circle. Sets up Ekman Larson. Put it in front. They score. Oliver Ekman Larson gets his second assist of the day. Put it out in front for Elias Pettersson. And Pettersson 
has himself a multi-point performance as well. Pedersen's 23rd of the year from Oliver ekman Larson and J.T. Miller at 16.03 of the second period made it 4-1 Vancouver. We'd head to the third period. We talked about the similarities. The Golden Knights heading into the third period, trailing by three goals. Would they be able to initiate a comeback? Not to be tonight as just a minute into the third period, Elias Pedersen would net his second goal of the game. First, a turnover by the Knights, and a goal, it is scored by Pedersen. A giveaway by the Knights after they won the faceoff. Martinez thought he had an opening to just rifle it up the left boards, but it was knocked down, and Vancouver scores eight seconds into the power play, 5-1 Canucks. Second goal of the game, 24th of the year for Elias Pettersson. Assists go to Alex Chason at 1-11 of the third period. A power play goal for the Vancouver Canucks to make it 5-1 Vancouver, and all that was left in this game was the final call. Burroughs gets a shot off from out high, and it goes across to the far boards. Final seconds tick off, and this one's over. Vancouver earns its first regulation win against the Vegas Golden Knights in regular season history. 5-1 to one, the final. The Vancouver Canucks dispatched the Golden Knights in regulation for the first time in the regular season. Uh, all good things, I suppose, must come to an end for the Golden Knights. You didn't want to see that streak end tonight, but it did. And now it's back to the drawing board. The Vegas Golden Knights will take on the Arizona Coyotes Saturday, 7 o'clock puck drop, 6 o'clock pregame show. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance postgame show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Vancouver Canucks 5-1. The final score, Vegas 39-29 and 482 points on the year. Next in action, Saturday at 7 o'clock against the Arizona Coyotes. Tonight just wasn't Vegas' night, plain and simple. Uh, it, it didn't go well from really the opening faceoff. Vancouver was the faster team. They were the better team, and they were to loose pucks more often than not than the Vegas Golden Knights. So, you know, fact of the matter is you, you could look at it a lot of different ways. You can blame a lot of different spots for Vegas tonight, but they just were not very good. You heard it in Pete DeBoer's commentary post game that they weren't exiting the zones cleanly. They weren't entering the zone cleanly. They weren't particularly strong through the neutral zone, which is the bread and butter of this team. And as a five-man unit, they were disconnected uh, from really the opening face-off. So tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. That's what it is. The Golden Knights weren't particularly good. Now, how easily, how quickly can you flush that from your mind? How easily, how quickly can you kind of turn the page from that and get back to the details, the structure that allowed you to win five games in a row? Uh, that remains to be seen. This is a Golden Knights team that has been kind of streaky one way or the other. Obviously, you look at it a couple of wins, and then you follow it up with a couple of losses. Then you go on a five-game win streak here. What's it going to look like for the Golden Knights? Are you going to be able to kind of bounce right back against a team in Arizona that – while they're not as desperate or should not be as desperate as uh, this Vancouver Canucks team, 
there's pride with the Arizona Coyotes. And this is a team that's beaten the Vegas Golden Knights before. It's a team that has found a way to beat this club. So I I don't look at Saturday's game as a a no-doubter. I don't look at it as one of those situations where you go in and you count your points before you play the game. I think it's going to be a tough game because there's a lot of pride with the Arizona Coyotes and they're not going to just lay down for the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm very curious to see how Vegas comes out and responds on Saturday after really laying an egg in a game where they could have made a large jump in their odds and their chances and their chase for the playoffs. That's going to do it for me here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 5-1, the final score. The Vancouver Canucks route the Vegas Golden Knights. In a game where if Vegas would have beaten Vancouver, if you would have gotten two points, you'd have been just two points behind the LA Kings with 10 games left. That is absolutely a discrepancy you can overcome. Now it's four points. It's not insurmountable, but it is going to be infinitely harder for the Golden Knights down the stretch. Now, did their season end today? Absolutely not. Are they going home? No. Did they lose and and now it's all over, like in the playoffs? No, it's not that. It's not that serious, but it is serious enough for the Vegas Golden Knights because you need points. You're going to need, and we've talked about it, like you're at a point, right, where I feel like every time I get on this show, on the extended postgame show, I'm talking about, well, you need 10 out of, you need 10 out of, you need 10 out of your next 12, out of your next 13, out of your next 11. And you're running out of, you're running out of games. You're running out of games. And for the Golden Knights, yeah, five-game win streak, that's awesome. But when you look at it, at the end of this five-game win streak, it comes to an end tonight. The Golden Knights are a point behind the Dallas Stars, Dallas with games in hand. They are two points behind the Nashville Predators, Nashville with games in hand. And you are four points and behind L.A. and five points behind Edmonton. Edmonton with a game in hand. And you are tied in games played with the Los Angeles Kings. The math is tough for Vegas. It's not over. This team is more than capable of going on a run. We just saw it. But you have to flush this game, and I'm not quite sure exactly what that looks like considering you're playing against Arizona and then right back in Vancouver. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. I'm real curious to see where you're at right now with this team. 702-876-1340. 702-876-1340. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. Let me know where you're at right now at the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, uh, as you have said so eloquently, uh, we have to win 
say, 10 of the final games, and we won five in a row. So it doesn't matter which ones you win, but realistically, this had to be one of them, you'd think. You'd think so, anyway. The only thing I, I would say, thank you, by the way, for defending all of us who questioned the power play. I know that you were talking to Pollyanna on Monday about, uh, and you know who I'm referring to. <laughs> yeah, I, I, do. I do. You were talking to him about, he got disgusted because the power play was the first thing that came up. And, well, it did, but it was because you brought it up and we followed down the rabbit hole, and you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. That wasn't the reason we lost it. I just wanted to thank you for bringing it up on Monday. The um, Our best bet, the way I see it, is to follow Nashville. And I know that logically we'd be better off passing the Kings or Edmonton. I don't know that we can do that. But I looked at Nashville's schedule beginning the middle of next week. They play the Flames, the Lightning, the Wild, the Flames again, and the Avalanche, all within a nine-day period. That's pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, it's brutal. So hopefully they stumble. And that seems to be a path that we could follow into the playoffs. But was Pete DeBoer giving us some sort of smoke signal yesterday when he said the cavalry isn't coming? Is he saying, look, this is the hand we're dealt, and the hand that we are dealt, even though he's not going to say this, may not be good enough? Like you said, Ron Bierk has played 30 games this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not good enough to win anything. Probably, I mean, no, no offense to him at all. Well, but as I, you said, that's not on your bingo card. Yeah, I mean, like if you're if you're looking at what the trade off is, is it's thirty games of Jonas Ronberg, and you know you're only getting twenty eight games, twenty nine games of of Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty, respectively, right? Like it, you will trade thirty games of Jonas Ronberg for thirty more games of Mark Stone, and I'd make the argument that if you had that trade off, the Golden Knights would be in much better shape to make the playoffs. It, it's there's there's no question that injuries have have really hampered what the Golden Knights would be this year. Like it's it's unquestionable at this point. When you've got legitimately a, a situation where Jack Eichel could potentially play more games this season than Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty after having surgery on his neck in the middle of the season. Like, that gives you an idea of how long the Golden Knights have been without Mark Stone, how long they've been without Max Pacioretty, now how long they've been without Riley Smith. Uh, Nolan Patrick's been in and out and missed significant time. Same thing now with Brett Howden. Same thing with Will Carrier. Like, you go on and on and on down the lineup. The Golden Knights, they, they have just been decimated by injuries. Now, I understand that's not an excuse. I'm not going to sit here and use it as an excuse, especially when you when you look at the talent on the ice, there's still enough to win hockey games. There should have been enough to win tonight, and the Golden Knights didn't come through. And you could kind of see the writing on the wall based on how they played the final two periods uh, in Vancouver. But I think the only thing that you're hoping out of this one, Mike, is that that, that moment where you say, okay, everything's going right, we're winning, we're getting the bounces, even if we're not playing the way that we should. Now you're snapped out of that. Now you've got yeah. to get back to the details. You've got to get back to the system, and you've got to get back to making the right plays in every zone because if you're not, 5-1 scores are going to become more and more common if the Golden Knights are not as good as they've been defensively. 
And what you now have to do is make a Canadian trip next week, uh, a five- or six-point trip. There's really no other way to do it now. Well, I mean, you have to, I mean, you have to start on Saturday, right? Like, and thank you for the call, Mike. You, you've got to get two points against Arizona. Like, I don't think there's really any other way to go about it because you, even with two points against Arizona, I think you've got to go five out, out of six on that, on that Canadian road trip. You've got to get five out of six out of Vancouver, Edmonton, and Calgary. The, 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 Calgary Flames are, are an absolute wagon. I, I'm telling you, they've, I've been saying it from mm, probably November. The Calgary Flames are one of the best teams in this Pacific Division, and I would put the Golden Knights right up there with them if they're healthy. They haven't been healthy all year long. Best team in the, in the Pacific, it's the Calgary Flames. I don't feel like it's particularly close either. So it's a big ask going up to Calgary to beat the Flames. It's a big ask to go up to Edmonton and beat the Oilers, the way that they've been playing lately, as dialed in right now as Connor McDavid. So you have to get two points out of Arizona to set yourself up for four or five points out of the Canadian road trip. Because if you don't get two against Arizona, you got to run the table in Canada. That's just the way that it is. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Tony. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Hey, Ryan, how you doing tonight? Good, buddy. Uh, so, a couple observations. Yeah, you got this is a game you got to flush, I guess. Once once again, we have a chance to we jumped on top one nothing, and uh, I, I think we had a, a lot of jump there and a chance to make it two nothing and, and really put a foot down on them. But uh, get your opinion on a couple of things. One about the Calvary not coming. We've got some players in in Henderson. Marnoff comes to mind. Uh, why aren't we bringing him up? And when he's we do de- bring him up, he's a defenseman, and you're, uh, you're missing. Well, I understand that, but you're missing he's also, he's also he's also got a little bit of forward in him that gives us, you know, a, a little bit more uh, of a scoring flair. And, and so, but uh, and then I also was watching Leonard, and by no means should anybody put the blame on this loss tonight on Leonard. They could have had. A Venza Trophy winner in net tonight and not looked better. But it just seemed to me that he went down on the ice several times mm-hmm. and he struggled to get back up on his skates. And his, if he's not 100%, you know, are, are we risking, you know, adding another player to a long-term injury contract? You know, I, that's that's an interesting thought, Tony. There were, I guess the best way that I could say it is I don't feel like Robin Leonard was particularly comfortable tonight, right? Like, I think that there were, were moments in Vancouver where, you know, his first game back, I thought he looked more comfortable there than he did tonight here uh, at home. And it, it should kind of follow logic, right, that he would look more comfortable his second game back, third game back, fourth game back. And to me, he didn't look particularly comfortable. I, I think that there's probably some that are going to sit here and talk about rebound control and, you know, if you want to do that, like you can go down that road. That's fine. Um, but I, I, I'm kind of with you in the, in the sense that I don't think Robin's 100%. I frankly don't think anyone on this team is 100%. Like, you know, Jack Eichel was playing through an upper body injury. I think you would probably go up and down that lineup, and there are plenty of guys that are playing through something because you can't afford 
to have another guy out of the lineup. But I, I do think your point's well taken, Tony, in that if Robin Leonard's not 100% and you were kind of riding Logan Thompson and he was playing well, uh, it brings and- up the philosophical discussion. Is an 80 or 85% Robin Leonard a better option than 100% Logan Thompson? I, I'm not sure, and, and I wonder, I really do, who's going to be in net on Saturday against the Arizona Coyotes. Well, and I know you, you kind of defended, you know, you pushed back on me when I when I was talking about LT riding the hot goalie. The yeah. team was played with a little more fire, a little more kick in front of him. And to me, it, if we've heard before, if Robin's not 100%, then why not stay with Logan Thomas Thompson until Leonard is 100%? The... the the, you know, I look back on, and, and you know, I'm always going to bring up Flurry. But when you looked at when Flurry took the, the Penguins to the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then he was gassed when they got into the playoffs, and Murray took over and and took them to the cup. And I I, I kind of see the same thing with with us right now in in net where I think Logan Thompson can take us into the playoff with his play, and then Robin Leonard can come in 100% and carry us the rest of the way if he needs to. But yeah. I, just see, I, saw, I just saw a different team on the ice with, with LT in net, I, and, and I, I'm not taking anything away from Robin Leonard. Like I said, I don't think anybody in net tonight, that he had no team in yeah. front of him tonight. I mean, again, I'm going to push back on that because with Logan Thompson and Nett, the last time the Golden Knights were home, they were uh, down 3 nothing going into the third period against the Chicago Blackhawks. Like, I, I get your point, and I do think that there's something to be said about this team finding ways to win and feeding off of maybe Logan Thompson's energy and what he brings to the table because he is a goaltender that's going to work incredibly hard. We're seeing it, and thank you for the call, Tony. Um, I think you needed to give Robin Leonard an opportunity to play. He came, he came in in Vancouver, wins a game. Now that you've lost, I think it's an open discussion. I really do. Do you go back to Logan Thompson? And I'll throw it out there to anybody that wants to call in right now. Who do you go with? Like, what do you do? Where, if you're Pete DeBoer, what do you do? Do you go to Logan Thompson, a guy that has won his previous five decisions or do you go to Robin Leonard on Saturday understanding Robin Leonard's your number one goaltender and that you believe or the belief should be there that your best chance to win if you get to the playoffs is with Robin Leonard dialed in we'll find out 702-876-1340 is the number let's head out to the phone lines bring in Stephanie Stephanie how you doing uh I'm doing okay how are you doing Ryan I'm good so I don't want to lose my invite to Positivity Alley, so I do want to say that having the little light-up, glowy thing was pretty awesome, and seeing the arena like that was really, really cool. Um, mm-hmm. That said, that was just a stinker of a game. It yeah. was not fun. It didn't feel good. Even up one nothing in the beginning, it didn't feel good. Um, but more so than that, and I say this, and I'm trying very, very hard to not <laughs> get mad, but I'm not, I'm not mad and disappointed in the fans that were around where I was sitting, at least. After the very first goal, people were chanting, we want Logan. And I, 
I just I, I don't know if they were watching the same game I was because there were so many times that they just let Vancouver stand in front of the net and yeah. kind of do whatever they wanted. I don't even know how many of the goals were a pass from one side to the other and then tapped in. It, it you know, you're, you're asking too much of a goalie to stop that many chances where he has to move from one post to the other. And I, oh, sorry, I don't yeah. want to curse and get kicked off. Yeah, but no, it was I, just. Ugh. Yeah, you know what, Stephanie? Thank you for the call. Um, you know, it's it's goalies are lightning rods. And that's really it. Like, there's there's nothing else to say. We we all understand it. We've seen it all season long, uh, where the the critical analysis of Robin Leonard's game is. So I think I'll just leave it at that. Let's head back out of the phone lines. Bring in Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing? Well, that sucked. Yeah. Um, I guess thing is is Vancouver was further out than us. Yet they came in and just. Fought like hell. Mm-hmm. And we got people, supposedly our fans, out there throwing in the towel. And, you know, I get real upset with that. Mm-hmm. We're not out till we're out. Mm-hmm. And that's what Vancouver thought. We need to feel that same way. Um, yep. And as far as people yelling that people suck, that's, that's what I guess, I think it was Nashville did that to Flurry the other night. I mean, Poor goaltenders, they're going to get it. I don't care how good they are or where they're from. So poor Leonard, it, you can't stop the people from being mean. You just can't. And it's kind of my fault we lost. I had to go to the DMV today, oh, and I didn't use my, do my usual game day routine. So this is on me. Well, you know what, Rita? You know what you got to do on Saturday. Yeah, I know. I got it. All right. Thanks for the call, Rita. She's going to have her pregame routine dialed in on Saturday so we can pencil in two points for the Vegas Golden Knights. If you'd like to join us on the other side of the break, it's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Golden Knights fall to the Vancouver Canucks, 5-1. to one. 82 points on the year, four behind L.A., one outside the wild card. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Fernando. Hey, Fernando, how you doing? Doing okay, Ryan. Um, first off, um, the gold helmets, I mean, they remind me of the 80s group Devo. They look so too small. I couldn't wear one. I'd be afraid to get hit in the nose and the mouth and the teeth and the chin, the ear, everywhere. But I couldn't wear one of those gold helmets. too small for me. Um, tonight was a tough loss. But um, you got to give um, some credit to um, Patrick Demko. He was like a wall tonight. Mm-hmm. He was on. Um, our defense got kind of lazy back there um, to protect the net. And um, they only had one power play chance. But, um, you know, our team injury was high. Um, but um, is there any updates on Lerner? Because I know he took a puck in the neck. No, 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 no nothing, nothing in the way of an update. Uh, Pete DeBoer spoke briefly about uh, the game and, and no update mm-hmm. on Robin Leonard. I mean, he played the game. He finished the game. I, I, yeah. I don't think it's anything to be too concerned about. But we'll see. Well, my Time night, will tell. My nights of the night are um, Ico and Decision. 
Um, but other than that, I'm still um, going to be positive. Positive Alley. Um, got ten yes. games left. Hopefully, we can go seven and three, eight and two. And I think you asked the question about who do we go with. We got to go with our number one goalie, um, Lerner. Yeah. And that's why we got him. So we got to stick to it, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Thanks for the call, Fernando. Um, I didn't quite catch all of the beginning, um, but I'm, I'll listen to it back. I'm sure it was funny. I don't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't catch it all. Anyway, uh, points. Uh, well taken. I thought the Golden Knights needed a little bit more tonight. Obviously, I, I didn't like a lot of uh, their first period. I didn't like their start. I, I didn't think that they were connected um, enough. And, you know, the Canucks went two for three on the power play and not to be the guy that continues to come back and harp on it, but I, I am that guy. Um, give me some fun. I'm not allowed to talk about the process, but give me some fun. Uh, the Golden Knights 0 for 3 on the power play. You score a power play goal or two, it's a different game. That's all I'm saying. Let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Todd. Hey, Todd, how you doing? I'm good. How about you guys? I'm good, bud. Yep. We blew it tonight. They, Vancouver definitely came out stronger than us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to harp on the power play. Yep. But I'm not any closer to positivity alley yet either. <laughs> you know, Arizona already beat us once, so Saturday's game's not going to be easy either. There are no easy games. The, you like, know, th- this time of year, there's no easy games. And we and we let some games earlier in the year slip by when we had leads. And if we could have pulled those off, we wouldn't even be talking about playoffs, even with all the injuries. Yeah, you know, what? that's a fair point. I, I mean, there were certainly moments within this season where the Golden Knights had some games where, where they were very winnable. They were in positions late in the third period to pick up points. You leave those on the table, and when you're you're kind of in a position where you're you're one or two points out, it it makes a big difference. Sure does, guys. But I'll leave it at that. I got to get up at three thirty to go to work tomorrow morning, and let's hope uh, Saturday we play better. Actually, I thought the defense, the defensive core, and the goaltending has been really good lately. Tonight, yeah. hopefully, it was just a one off. Yeah, thank you for the call, Todd. I, I mean, that's obviously what you're hoping for if you're a Golden Knights fan and, and you know, what Pete DeBoer's commentary seemed to suggest. You want to flush this one, you want to treat it as a as a blip, and you want to get back to the details that had you on a five-game win streak. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Postgame Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall to the Vancouver Canucks 5-1. to one. The final score, Vegas 39-29 and 482 points on the year. Take on the Arizona Coyotes on Saturday, 7 o'clock puck drop, 6 o'clock pregame show for the Golden Knights. It's... Back to the drawing board and back to a win streak. That's really what it has to be. You're looking at 10 games left in the regular season. You're looking at some combination, depending on what teams in and around the Vegas Golden Knights do, somewhere between seven and eight wins. Like That's that's what's realistically there on the table for the Golden Knights that, that you have to come up with down the final 10 games to, to make yourself, to give you a real strong case of making the playoffs. So for the Golden Knights... Uh, you're looking at starting another five-game win streak 
and you're starting it on Saturday, you're looking to do it then. That's going to do it for us here on the Extended Post Game Show. Thanks to Jed Donaldson for making sure everything sounds fantastic. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your post game show. It's not as much fun without you. Until Saturday, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the Extended Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 13:40 a.m. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.